What's up, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Overtime Takes, OT Takes, whatever you really want to call it. I'm here with the great Zach Gray. What's up, man? It's a great day to do a podcast. That's what we always say, huh? It's always a, it's, it's always a great day to, to do a podcast, man. <laughs> so, this is like the first episode. Not, not first episode, but... This episode is going to be iconic. I feel like what we're doing today is really going to take off and something that we're going to do together for a long time. So I will let ZG kind of introduce what, what we're doing today. Yeah, so this is exciting. Uh, Jonathan ran this idea by me. He had this idea originally, and I I jumped all over it. Today is Top 10 Tuesday, so get excited for that. Um, each week we'll have we'll have a list of ten things. We'll we'll come up with the topic. We'll come up with the criteria for the list, and then uh, we'll come on the podcast and discuss it. This week, I uh, I had this idea because this is always something that's been intriguing to me. We are doing the top ten players that you thought were going to be for sure, like really good players, super sweet, that just didn't do anything or didn't live up to your own expectations. So not busts, just players who didn't live bust. up to the hype. Not necessarily busts, and not necessarily people that didn't live up to the hype, but your personal list of people that you thought were going to be very, very good that just never panned out the way that you you saw it in your mind. I'm so, excited for this. This is going to be a lot of fun. So I'll you, kick us you off can go here. first. Yeah. yeah, so my first pick is none other, none other than Reds outfielder Jay Bruce. And I say Jay Bruce because Jay Bruce had a has had a pretty long career, a pretty decent, successful career in the major leagues. But he was a first-round pick for the Reds, and I had heard nothing but, like, crazy comps. Like, he was supposed to be, like, the next Ken Griffey Jr. Like, he was supposed to be, like, the... He was supposed to win a bunch of MVPs. He was supposed to hit 50 home runs a year. And he had some good years for the Reds and continues to have some decent seasons. But I, he just never lived up to what I thought he was going to be. He was supposed to be a guy that was a franchise changer. Turned out that was Votto. And he just never quite he never quite lived up to my expectations of him in my mind. I think that's fair, especially with the expectations coming in, being a first-round guy. I mean, being compared to Griffey's tough, though. That's rough. If he even came close to Griffey, I'd have been fine with it. Yeah, I, yeah, no, no doubt. But, but I, mean, I love Jay Bruce. He's playing so. for the Phillies now. Yeah, yeah I, I, love I like Jay him Bruce. too. He's great, great bat- battle royale card on the show. <laughs> Gosh, I hate the show now. Oh, me too. I haven't played it in a while. But all right, I played every day. Speaking of the show, uh, <laughs> the first guy I have on my list is Kyle Schwarber, outfielder for the Cubs. I so for find me, that disrespectful, I, but continue. I mean, I, okay, I don't really have, I don't really have an order, but this is just the first guy on like on my list. Okay, so he he was the number six overall pick out of Indiana University. He he, he came out as a catcher, but you know we got Wilson Contreras behind the plate, so they ended up sliding Schwarber, Schwarber to the outfield. So he comes up and he has a really good rookie season. And everybody's kind of like, okay, watch out for this guy, right? Comes out, you know, in 2016, tears his ACL, game one, doesn't come back until the World Series, and puts on a show. Unreal comeback, though. Unreal comeback. It was just so sick. He came back early, 
and he he hit really well as the DH playing when we were playing in uh, in Cleveland. And then like he's hit like 220 ever since with 400 home runs. And every year you hear something like, "Oh, he lost weight this year, so hopefully you know he'll be better." Or, "Hey, you know, he's been doing this." It's like, oh, "Okay, that that should help." And then it's just like the same result. Like he's going to hit, you know, 200 to 220 and hit, you know, 35 to 40 home runs. So like that's not. That? I mean, there's a lot of guys to do that. But, I mean, there's a lot of guys to do that. But I was just like, after seeing what he did his rookie season, and in the World Series, it's like, okay, this guy's gonna like possibly win like an MVP or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I really thought that he was gonna be an absolute stud just kind of after seeing what he did early on in his career, and it just never really panned out. Which I mean, which is okay. I mean, he's still a good hitter. Uh, I think we'd really help him if there's a DH in the National League. But you know he's he's a terrible outfielder. He's awful. But yeah, so that's that's why he made my list. I think that's a good one. Do you wanna do you wanna do it uh, serpentine style? So where you go for where you go first, I'll go like you know what I mean. Like, so I'm I I'm one, up right here if I'm understanding. You go two, yeah. Okay, so number two, I have Vince really Carter. Bad explanation, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I've got I got I got Vince Carter at number two. Do he's, what? He's the second guy on my list. Yeah, man. He was the number five overall pick. He's like was outstanding. He's he, he's retired. But <laughs> he is retired. He uh he's the fifth overall pick. He's a he's great at North Carolina. So I like high hopes for him coming in, right? And then he goes to Toronto. And basically, from what I understand, he doesn't like being in Toronto, so he just doesn't play hard, which hurts him because I guess when they had they had T Mac and everything, right? And they were supposed to be really good and you know compete out out in the East, and then they really didn't. And then he just like he doesn't have any like big moments or anything, you know? Like he he hit the game winner when he was like thirty eight in Dallas, and outside of that, it's like his only playoff moment. He's just like I feel like he was just too athletic and too good of a player to to not win a championship, and not really even be like. A number one on a team like like T Mac was the number one in Toronto, right? I just I'm just kind of disappointed with the way that his career panned out. Yeah, I think you. I think, I mean, a guy has played that long in the NBA. This is I'm going to disagree with this one. I think Vince Carter has done almost everything that you can expect a guy of his talent to do. I think he's made his mark on the game. I think people know Vince Carter. People think of Vince Carter when they think of dunking in basketball. So I give that an F, Jonathan. I think that's a bad take. I just think that in terms of success, though, you can definitely say that his success wasn't as great as what you thought it would be. Because I, I, I thought, like, this guy's going to win a couple championships, but he didn't. Like, he won zero. Like, yeah, he'll he'll true. make the Hall of Fame. He like, He'll make the Hall of Fame because everybody makes the Hall of Fame in the NBA. In the NBA, but, I mean, that's it. Like, he's – I think he's, a, like, a – 24,000 point score, which is impressive, but like, given his tool set, like he could have gotten to 30, I think. Fair. Totally fair. Okay. So, so my back, second back one. Back to you. My second one, and I perf- per- I like contrived this list with Arkansas fans in mind. So I threw a couple guys <laughs> on there that I, that I had to throw. Uh, I'm going to go Malik Monk. I thought <laughs> I watched Malik Monk play in college and he scored like 36 the game I went to and I was all in. I was like this is going to be the best shooter in the league. He's going to be right there with Curry and Clay. 
He can yam on you. Like, he's going to be really good. And then he got to the NBA, and I realized he was small. <laughs> and I realized he wasn't – he was <laughs> – He's not very big, and he's not. He doesn't have the. He doesn't have the the body for an NBA player. Um, kind of a bust, actually. So, um, Malik Monk is definitely on my list of people I thought was going to be really good. Now I don't know. I know we throw we've thrown MVP around a couple times for the first two people we picked, but um, I never thought he was going to be an MVP. I just thought he was going to be like a fun player, like super cool to watch, like made big shots. You know what I mean? And I just don't see yeah. that. I just don't see that uh, panning out for Malik Monk. I didn't realize how small he was. I really didn't. And and that's on he's me. Just, that's an oversight. He's skinny. Like he's 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 long. He's what six four. He's pretty long. Yeah. But you're he's right. He's skinny. not very thick. Which I mean, like he, he can fix that. It's just the question of whether or not he wants to get in the gym. That's kind of up to him. He's and look, kind like, of in a bad situation that, too now. I don't think. The, I think stuck in Charlotte. Yeah. Or yeah. I don't think they're a good franchise. Sorry, Jordan. They're not. Yeah, they're not. Um, they draft terribly. And look, just to let you know, I promise you, most Arkansas fans are happy that he's bad in the NBA. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. He ended, you up, guys hate he ended up in Kentucky. BBN. But, Go Cats. So Go for, blue, Big Blue. For me, number three is RG three, Robert Griffin the third. Um, you know, he had a really good rookie year, and then he tears his ACL, and he doesn't learn how to slide. And now he's a backup, you know. Um, I just think that like he could have been so good. Like he he won the Heisman at Baylor. He's like one of the few Heisman guys that you're like, yeah, this guy's gonna be really good. Because I don't know what it is, but like you win the Heisman Trophy, that doesn't mean that you're gonna be a great NFL player. And he was, I think he was a little bit ahead of his time. Like if he came out now with like after seeing what like Lamar Jackson's doing and stuff, I feel like that would put him in a better spot. He'd be but a good. Still, like, he was really good, good in Washington. Yeah, he. I, really? I, think, yeah. I agree with you. I think he'd be really good in today's NFL offense. I think he can. I think he's a smart player. I just think he wasn't smart when it came to protecting his body. Now, you know how on last episode I said that uh, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen looked like they would literally die if they didn't win. Yeah. RG three that game he blew out his knee like three times in the same game. I thought he was going to die. When I was watching that playoff game, <laughs> like I thought yeah. Robert Griffin was going to die on that football field. He, I'm not kidding. It's, they showed replays like every quarter of him doing something else to his knee. Like his, his knee was messed up well before the final injury. Like, yeah. I do you agree. remember watching like that he, game? I do. Yeah. It was just, it was so it was sad, just, man. Cause like his knee was there was gone. all this hype, bro. There was all this hype around Andrew Luck, who had a great year, and then there's like, oh, Robert Griffin's going crazy too. But yeah, I just I hate I hate that he got hurt. Um, because I I mean he's just, he he'd be a top quarterback in the league in my opinion if he'd never really gotten hurt. And he, he just he couldn't slide like it was the weirdest thing. Like like you're in Washington, go watch go go to a Mariners practice and have whoever plays for the Mariners to teach you how to slide. <laughs> I don't think anybody in the Mariners at that time knew how to slide. They weren't getting. They on probably base. didn't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so I'll I'll go again. I'll go again. I'll go twice. I think right. How many, you've done three. I've done two and three. So you've had you've you've picked three people, right? Yes. Okay. I don't know why you said two and three. I thought you meant like back to back. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna go 
with um, I'm gonna go this one. This one's for my Ohio guys that listen. This one I'm gonna go Dontre Wilson, and I know you have okay. no idea who Dontre Wilson is. Not a I'm clue. Explain it. Okay, so Urban Meyer gets to Ohio State, right? They go 12 and 0 his first year with Braxton Miller. Okay. He recruits a guy, five star kid out of Texas, Dontre Wilson. Now, okay. Dontre Wilson, the stuff we were hearing, the stuff I, I follow recruiting a lot. I'm a big guy. I like recruiting. The stuff Dude, we were it's hearing so is interesting. that. Yeah, the stuff that I was hearing and the stuff that I was listening to was Urban Meyer just found his next Percy Harvin. And now, if you know anything about those Florida teams, Percy yeah. Harvin is one of the best college football players ever. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I hear about Dontre Wilson. And before he even steps foot on campus, I'm telling my friends, I'm telling my dad, my brothers, like, watch out for Dontre Wilson. He's going to be a stud. He's going to be a stud. And, man, wouldn't you believe it? He gets to campus and just doesn't do anything for four years. Like, just doesn't <laughs> just doesn't do a damn thing on the field. And, and every year, like, I'm sure Arkansas's had players like – I actually know Arkansas's had players like this. Where you're like, okay, yeah. like he's coming in out of high school, he's supposed to be really good, has a bad freshman year, gets hurt or something. You're like, okay, next year's the year. And then I just did that with Dante Wilson until he was he left the team and graduated. <laughs> he was a, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was a fifth year senior, and I was like, this is the year, this is the year Dante Wilson does it. Like, and then it just never panned out. But to hear the That's Percy hilarious. Harvin comp, but to hear the Percy Har- Harvin comp, I got I got really excited. I was like, oh, you know, yeah. Urban likes that. Urban likes that. Like hybrid running back receiver H back role, you know, and yeah. I thought like I thought he was gonna fit in Percy Harvin was turned, really good too, man. Yeah. And it turns out it was Curtis Samuel that was the guy, not Dontre Wilson. So Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna skip my number four because I'm pretty sure that you have this guy on your list too and I'll just mention him when, when you mention him. So for number five, uh oh this one's gonna be controversial. Do you just want to do it right now? Do you just want to do it? Yeah, Darren McFadden. Yeah, <laughs> That's like, just he just he just, he got hurt too much. That was kind of his thing. Like he was he was perfectly healthy during college. He he gets to the NFL and was just always hurt, man. But I mean, like one of the greatest college running backs ever. So can't can't really be that upset. I mean, he he's in the league for what eight years. So I mean, that's yeah, he not ran too, for a thousand bad, yards for a year. I think he had two thousand yard seasons in the NFL. One with the Raiders, one with I'm the Cowboys. I'm honestly not if I'm sure. Not mistaken, but still, that sounds right. I don't know though. To be honest, I I have a couple. I have like Dontre Wilson's on my list. I have another running back on my list, and I think if if I made this list in tw- in like ten years, I think I wouldn't have any running backs on there because I don't expect anything out of running backs anymore. I don't know if you're the same way. Like if they're good, yeah, they're the good, only but- really. There's really only two running backs that, or three running backs in the NFL now that I had any expectation for coming out of college, and that was that's uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey, and, and Saquon Barkley, just because of how high they were all taken. And they've all up to this point. Ah, Saquon might be a little bit less developed than those two, but they've all pretty much done what they said they were, or what we thought they were going to do. But yeah, exactly. outside of that top three, like you just don't bank on running backs. Like I used to be a big running back guy, and then like you just don't bank on them. Yeah, I don't think I have a single wide receiver on my list. I have. But then a, again, I, I was really trying receiver. to spread out. <laughs> I was really trying to spread out between sports. 
And it's just so easy to, to pick on these quarterbacks who didn't pan out. So that's kind of what I'm going to do. I tried to stay away <laughs> from the quarterbacks. I thought that was low-hanging fruit. I wanted to come up with some interesting ones. But I understand the quarterback things. So am I yeah. up again? So, okay. Speaking of quarterbacks, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's me. Okay. I'm, yeah, it's, it's me. Yeah. So speaking of quarterbacks, uh, I've, I've got one for you right here that's going to be controversial, I think. But uh, Cam Newton. He makes my list. That's like he had the one really. Hmm? Go ahead and say it. Just no, continue. I want. I need to start letting you finish your bad takes before I comment on them. Okay, he <laughs> had the one great year, right? Where he he wins the MVP. You know, goes all the way to the Super Bowl, where they get crushed by the Broncos and, and Von Miller. And outside of that, he just hadn't been very good. Like his average completion percentage outside of that one year is like fifty five percent which isn't very good. Uh, he's a bigger quarterback who can run, but he's still he's still kind of injury prone. And I mean, look, like I I just think that, you know, this take is fully supported by the fact that he's not even going to get signed this offseason. Okay. Well, here we go. People forget <laughs> the, just how the physically, you've all been waiting for. People forget just how physically imposing Cam Newton was when he came into the league. He did everything that we thought he was going to be. He was running over people. He was doing all of the physical things we saw at Auburn. Got an MVP. And just like a lot of guys, his body just couldn't deal with it, right? Like, But it's different, than RG3. it's different than RG3 because at his peak, he was an MVP in the NFL. You know what I mean? I, like, I don't think he I, I understand do what it. you're saying, but I just think that like, like he had one good year, and like that is it. It's like every other he year did not has been have very one average. Good year. He yes, had, he did. He had, he had the year he won an MVP. Year. His rookie season was one of the best rookie seasons of a quarterback ever. His first game, he threw for like 400 yards against the Saints in the in the Superdome. So we're going to base think- his entire career off one game. I think that you're sleeping on his first couple years in the league, like his first five, six years in okay. the league, up until his MVP. Here we go. He was, he was unreal. I have his, I have his career numbers right here. His career numbers He's is played. not what I'm talking about because that's not that's not a good indication of what his peak was. Okay, let's let's look here at the the year by year. Give me one sec if it'll pop up. Pro football. But I mean, like his 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 career code. that that's right. Yeah. <laughs> in a promo code OT takes. <laughs> but I mean, his his career completion percentage is under sixty percent, which isn't very good considering most quarterbacks are at about sixty seven percent right now. So let's look here. So twenty fifteen was the MVP year, right? I believe that that's right. I mean, look like the the year's great, like averaging two hundred forty yards a game through the air. Um, I think it's thirty five total touchdowns. Like that's a really good year. And every other year, like he hasn't. Go, gone past 25 total touchdowns. Uh, he's had a couple years at 24. Uh, I just think he's been very average outside of the Aren't one year. And looking at the touchdowns? numbers, like, I'm pretty sure that's total. Let no, me double he, check. No, he had 14 rushing touchdowns his rookie year, 10 in 2015. My... Oh, that's points. only passing. Give me one second. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's putting up – he's he's. 706 rushing yards his rookie year, 741 his second year, 585 his third year, 539. He also, he also look, we're talking about a quarterback, and the first thing you look at is rushing stats. That's, that's I'm the saying problem. you have to look at that, though. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, he's, he's thrown double-digit picks every year. At. 
Yeah, I mean, he's thrown. He's just. I just don't think he's very accurate. Like he's I just. I guess I was just expecting it. more from him. You know, and I just think that like to play quarterback in the NFL, you have to be really accurate, and he's just not. And like I understand, like I totally agree with the whole. He's physically, he's crazy, like because he is. But just outside of that, like I think he had the one really good year, and that was kind of it. Like, like he, even his rookie year, he threw seventeen picks. Like obviously, that's not Jameis Winston bad, but I mean that's that's over one interception a game. So I just he's I don't know. I just I was just expecting more from him. He's got a winning with record a career as a completion. I mean. I mean, yeah, like you're right. Like, that's that's a good point, but I think that a lot of that has to do with the really good defenses that were in Carolina. Like, obviously, like you, you, you've got to Can score you just points give and everything. This man but credit. I am. I mean, I'm saying like he, he had the one really good year, and outside of that, he, I think he he's had just been more average. More than one good year. <laughs> he's been average outside of that. I think like he. I just don't think that like like we were expecting kind of that one year. Multiple years, you know what I mean? Like we were expecting yeah, that, yeah. like that MVP kind of season every season. And he, I don't, he, I don't think he's given us that. That's fair. So I'm, uh, he's like he's he's been a good quarterback, but he just hasn't met my expectation. And that's kind of what that's what the top ten list is this week, right? Meeting expectations, not being a bust. Right, but I'm allowed to I'm allowed to disagree with you. I, you I, are I've, definitely. <laughs> so all right, fair enough. That was a good Cam Newton discussion. I'm glad we got some Cam Newton in there. I'm also not a Cam Newton guy, if you can't tell. Yeah, I am. <laughs> if you can't tell. Okay. <laughs> am I up? <laughs> yeah, you're up. Okay, another another callback to the to the Cincinnati Reds day, days where the only four years I ever saw them that they were good. I'm going Drew Stubbs. You know who Drew Stubbs is? I'm sure you do. I've heard the name. I if you If you showed me the face, I wouldn't be able to tell you, though. Reds center fielder um, during that uh, magical run where they couldn't win a playoff series. Um, <laughs> once again, uh, third round pick um, in the, in the draft uh, out of high school, and then the Reds picked him with the eighth overall pick out of college. He went to Texas, and this guy okay. was supposed to be like the like the power and the speed guy. Like he was supposed to be like the guy who would steal you like 40 bags a year. You know, he, he actually had yeah. one year where he stole 40 bags, but he was also supposed to be the guy that, that drove in runs. He was supposed to be the lead off hitter so, who had some pop, like a guy that was so going to be a mainstay. Not as so, I, so I wouldn't Ronald give him Ronald Acuna. Acuna. I, no, cause I, but I same type him, of guy. Yeah. Same type of guy. And then he just got to the league and he could not put a bat on the ball. Like, had three straight years over 160 strikeouts. Like, really, really only played like four years in Cincinnati. Um, and then it, he just never, never picked it up. But I'll tell you one thing about Drew Stubbs. He could hit at Wrigley Field. I think all of his home runs in his career come at Wrigley Field. So, shout out to the Cubs. Everybody can hit at Wrigley Field, it seems like, especially <laughs> back in those days. Yeah, so he comes uh, up. He comes up. He comes up in 2009, 42 games, like, hits 270 with eight home runs and 10 stolen bases in 42 games. So based off that at age wow. 24, okay, you're like, yeah. you're like, okay, this is, we got something here. This guy's going to be a dude. Yeah. First full season hits, hits 22 home runs, steals 30 bags, hits 250. Okay. 
but it, like That's still strikes out strikes out 168 times. And like you've seen that story before. Oh where my gosh! A guy, no, 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 a guy pops right, but he still strikes. Like Javi Baez was striking out a ton, but you knew he had it. Okay, right? yeah, like, that's fair. Yeah, you, definitely. You knew yeah. he had it. So what does Drew Stubbs do in the most important season of my life as a Cincinnati Reds fan in 2010? <laughs> strikes out 200 times. It's 205 times. That <laughs> just doesn't get any better. But he does Sounds steal like 40 bags. John Carlos Stanton. He stole 40 bags. Um, had a had a 243. He hit 243. And then it just stopped going well. Like 213 next year, and then he they we traded him. Like he was gone. So Drew Stubbs is a guy that I thought was going to be like the mainstay. Probably should still be playing, if we're being honest. Like if he lived up to what he was supposed to be but yeah drew Stubbs is on my list for sure that's a good one i like that one okay here i think this is my final quarterback and then i'm I'm done with football players jamarcus russell was is the next guy on my list good call now he only played three years in the league but he was he went 21 and four when he was at lsu and his final game he won the mvp of the sugar bowl Right, so big things are expected from Jamarcus Russell. Gets drafted number one overall. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I'm gonna go out on him and say I'm pretty sure he signed the biggest rookie contract ever at over sixty million dollars. It was insane, right? Oh, it was crazy, and this is why they should have a cap for how much you can sign or sign a rookie for. So he goes out that, and they? just is terrible. I believe they do. I'm not 100 percent sure though. I think he's the reason why I, I they think there's a, it. <laughs> yeah, he probably is, yeah. He um, he goes out and th- has like a career completion percentage of like 52%, throws a bunch of picks. He was just bad. I think part of that, though, is he was stuck playing for the, the, the Oakland Raiders then, and they just were very dysfunctional as a franchise, and he just wasn't very good. Like, I mean, he had a big arm, and that was really about it. Yeah, so, I agree. Okay. I mean, Physically talented, just an idiot off Can the field. You, okay, I will do anything within reason if you can guess who the head coach was of the Raiders when they drafted Jamarcus Russell. No uh, way you get it. It wasn't Gruden, right? It was not. Hold on. What year was that, 07? Don't, don't look it up. I'm looking it up. Look it I'm, up. I'm wrong. I just want to know. Lane, Lane Kiffin. Kiffin. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's wow. crazy. Knew there's no way you – yeah, that's crazy. When I was doing my, my deep dive on Lane Kiffin when I thought he was going to be the new coach of the Razorbacks, I came across that, and I was like, wow, okay. And now nice. he's at Ole Miss. So, <laughs> who's who's next on your list? I have a guy that a lot of people near and dear to their heart for college football fans. I'm going CJ Spiller. Yeah, I like that one. He's he was very say average when he was in Buffalo. He had a thousand yard year. He ran for twelve hundred yards one year and that was about it. Only played in it looks like uh like five seasons in the NFL. But who did Clemson have? They had that. They had that attack of CJ Spiller and who was the other guy? I'm not sure, but I know exactly what you're talking about. 
Yeah, so they were cool, right? Like we thought they were really cool, and I thought he was going to come into the NFL and be really like a like a lightning rod, like just a really good back for a lot of years, a guy that can catch passes out of the backfield. And the year he did pop in 2012, uh, ran for 1,200 yards, and also uh, caught for five almost 500 yards. So, I mean, he had a good year. He he was he selected to a Pro Bowl and a first team All Pro that year. Uh, but other than that, I mean, just kind of fizzled out. Uh, a guy that I thought after that 2012 year was going to be um, a mainstay in that backfield just kind of – he kind of just fizzled out. So, but shout out to C.J. Spiller. I really like C.J. Spiller in college and when he had his time in the NFL. So, Yeah, let's let's shout him out because we definitely know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, how many have you done? I've done six. I have also done six, so let me... You go again. Yeah. I have one for you, and I'm going with a basketball player now. Um, I've got a basketball player next, too. Johnny Flynn. Yes, that's a good one. Yes. I like that one a lot. Six pick in the 2009 draft um, out of Syracuse was supposed to... Like, people were... that That was the Curry draft, right? That was the Blake Griffin. I believe goes so, first. yeah. Yeah. And then so, Curry went right after him at number seven. Yep. Um, hold on a second. Let me pull up the draft real quick. Just to tell you, just to show there, you. How that was a good draft. There were several good players in that draft, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So or may, Maybe so, I'm wrong. Yeah. Harden was in that draft. Curry, DeRozan, like Blake Griffin obviously went number one. And Johnny Flynn went six to the Timberwolves. And this started. I don't know if you are big on the Timberwolves draft, if you've seen them draft their drafts. There's like a whole website based on how bad they've drafted. And this really I, this really I think started. it's Minnesota at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is this started it. Um him going six to the to the Timberwolves with Curry and DeRozan and guys like Brandon Jennings and people like that on the board. Uh he kind of fizzled out. Um he didn't really do much in the league. Um I don't know if he played a full season uh but he was supposed to be really good i saw you always see those old takes exposed about johnny flynn like saying that he was going to be the best (laughs) guard in the draft and the best uh best player in the draft and then yeah he just kind of didn't do anything now he's a bust but i didn't put him on the list because he was a bust i just thought when i watched him at syracuse because remember people forget how cool syracuse was for a long time (laughs) like bro they still are i don't know like well, what like what happened? Like America woke up one morning and was like, you know what? We don't really care about Syracuse anymore. I feel like that's basically what happened. Yeah, but Syracuse was so cool back in the day when they were in the Big East. Oh with yeah, all those teams with Melo and yeah, definitely. You would watch you would watch Big East basketball even if you weren't a fan of Big East basketball just because of how good the games were. Like back yeah. then, those games were like knockout dragouts. Like last person last team with the ball is going to make a buzzer beater it felt like every single like the games were always close they were either in overtime or like one one team had a chance to win it at the buzzer like and, and i watched a lot of johnny flynn and i thought he was going to be good so that's my that's my sixth pick or my seventh pick okay so i i also have a a basketball player right here this is for the old guys right here all right i'm ready christian leitner out of duke The only player on the 1992 Dream Team to not make the Hall of Fame. 
won like every individual college basketball award that you can win. I think he won. I know he won one national championship at Duke. He may have won two though. It's one or two. I'm not sure. Hits hits all the buzzer beaters. Uh, he was just so good in college, and I think everybody was kind of expecting the same thing in the NBA. Like just kind of a crafty scorer kind of guy. And then went on to average 12 points and 6 rebounds a game in his short NBA career. So just very, I mean, he wasn't a bad NBA player. He's, you know, average, average. But I just think that people were expecting so much more from him. So that's my that's my number seven right there for the I old hate, guys. I hate Christian Leitner. That's all I'll say. Have you seen the, the 30 for 30 on hating Duke and Christian Leitner? Yes, and I loved it because I hate it's Christian It's so Leitner. good. It was so good. My dad was – he wasn't a Duke fan. Like, obviously, like, his his ties were, were to Arkansas. But after Arkansas, like, he loves Duke. So my he loved was, C- Christian Leitner. My dad was a, is a Kentucky fan. And uh, I was Makes born, sense then. I was raised to hate Christian Leitner. <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny. But he's just a – He's a jerk, man. Like he just came off like a total douche in that documentary, but I mean, it was still really good. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. it's it's me again, right? I've got another basketball player that I feel like yep. is going to uh, Michael Beasley. Oh, good pick! Out of Kansas State, number two overall pick behind Derrick Rose in the 2008 draft, I believe that was. And dude, I didn't realize how crazy his numbers were in college until I looked him up. Yeah, he's really good. Bro, he averaged 26 points a game in a Power 5 conference. Like, that doesn't happen. Like, you know, you'll see a few guys who average 20, but most of the time it's like 18, and then you'll have you'll have some guy in some some group of six conference averaging like 32, right? But he right. averaged 26 and 12 and was the he, he was the, the the Big 12 player of the year, number 2 overall pick, and just didn't really do anything like I know he had a stint in China, and now he's back. I think he's like the backup power forward for the Lakers, isn't he? Or was that last year? I don't that even know where he's at I don't at know this point. A, that was last year. He's pro- He probably isn't. Like, let's be honest. And he's just never really panned out. Like, I just – it's kind of disappointing because, I mean, who who drafted him? I don't even remember who drafted him. I but think the, I'm sure that they're upset. The Timberwolves. I was about to say it was, prob- <laughs> it was probably the Timberwolves. <laughs> 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 I want to say so, it's yeah. the Timberwolves. <laughs> I really hope that it is. I, I'm gonna look now. Oh man, I'll look that up. I hope. I hope it's the Timberwolves. That's just gonna be. Uh, I hope it's the Timberwolves, man. No, it's the, it, it was. It was the Heat. Oh Second man, overall. that sucks. Man, that sucks. I was really hoping it was the Timberwolves. He played for the Timberwolves. I remember him playing for the Timberwolves. He I, did. I remember that too. But yeah, so and okay, so quick side note on that whole like era of college basketball. So OJ Mayo uh was in Cincinnati. Did he make your list? No. He he this is this relates okay. to Michael Beasley. Okay. So OJ Mayo and Bill Walker we're both playing at North College Hill, a local Cincinnati high school. Shout out Drew Mouse okay. held him to two points in the first half. Uh, for those who don't oh, know, oh wow, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah, and then he scored like thirty in the second half. So, but we don't talk like, about that. Like like Coach Mouse. Yeah, we don't talk about like, those like the Coach half. Mouse I know held held OJ Mayo to two points in the first half. 
Yeah, but we don't talk about the second half. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to address <laughs> that. That's crazy. Yeah, so... It Shout was, out to Coach Mouse, by the way. Yeah, it, it was O.J. Mayo and uh, Bill Walker were on that team. Bill Walker was also a highly recruited guy. So O.J. Yeah. Mayo went to USC, and Bill Walker and Michael Beasley went to Kansas State. So I would always follow those three guys' uh, careers, and then turns out none of them did anything. O.J. Mayo had a decent career, but... I guess Michael Beasley, Beasley had a decent career, but yeah, so just not what we were expecting. Yeah, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna I'm gonna throw an honorable mention for OJ Mayo in there. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. He almost made my list. Yeah, so OJ Mayo is an honorable mention for me. Yeah, Vince Young was my honorable mention. I really wanted to squeeze him on here, but I didn't want to hate on too many quarterbacks. Yeah. So you want me to go again? Yeah, you, you got it. All right, I'm gonna make these a little shorter. I'm gonna make the last three a little shorter. I got my fun guys out of the way. Um, I've got Billy I've Hamilton, got two guys left. Billy yeah, Hamilton. Uh, uh, that's a good one. He's just uh, super super I, fast. I feel like, Thought he was gonna yeah. be sweet. And then I mean he stole bases. That's really kind of it. Yeah, but he just never figured it out at the plate. And super fun to watch though. If you ever go to a Reds game or uh, anything in his prime, if he got on base, it was super fun. And he played was a he really on good. The, did no he he did he ever play for the Royals? I don't yeah, think he, he did. Play, yeah, he did. He he did. I think he plays w- for the was Royals he on the, right now. Yes, he does. Okay, I was thinking like, was he on that that 2015 team? I don't. He wasn't. I was just no, thinking. He, was he? He, he wasn't. No, no. He was on the Reds. He plays for the he plays for the Giants now. He played for the Royals. He played for the Royals last year after the Reds got rid of. him. That's right. Okay, because I I knew he played for the Royals at some point. I just couldn't remember because I remember that that 2015 team loved to steal bases, but it was Dyson in center field, yeah. not not Hamilton. So Billy Hamilton never figured it out the plate. He was top prospect for us. Was really cool to watch when he was actually playing well, but those times were few and far between. That's so fair. I'll go. I'll go with my next one, and it's a sorry receiver. Shout out Richard Sermon, Michael Crabtree. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> made the cover of NCAA years, football. But... Yeah, made the cover NCAA football was supposed to be the next big time wide receiver. And like you just said, he had a few good years, but I thought he was gonna be one of the best in the league for a long time and it just never failed out. And ended up being you, really when, average, yeah. Yeah, when you put a sorry receiver like Crabtree, you know it's gonna happen. So that, you do. You know exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> um is that it? Is, is is that your whole list? I have one, have one more. more. Okay, do you want to go ahead and do it, or, or do you want me to, or do you want me to do my next two? Uh, just do your next two, and then we'll finish it up. Uh, so two baseball guys. Uh, Miguel Sano is one of them. Number four rated overall prospect in 2014, and just never really like. I mean, he's an okay third baseman, but I was kind of expecting him to be along the lines of like Nolan Arenado. Machado, Chris Bryant, kind of in that conversation, and he's nowhere close to that. Yeah. So he's he's kind of a, a disappointment for me. Fun story about him, though, really quick. So originally teams wouldn't sign him because they didn't know how old he was, and he was like, I'm 16, and there's like, there's no way. you you got to be at least 24. So fun, fun, fun little story about Miguel Sano. And then this last one hits really near and dear to my heart because I was so excited for this guy when he was coming up. Addison Russell. Was the was ranked the second overall prospect in twenty 
13, I think, I believe. I think that, that sounds right. Bad human. Terrible guy. Terrible guy. And we traded Jeff Samarja for him, and I remember being upset because I loved Je- Jeff Samarja when he was on the Cubs. He had an absolute outstanding year. We traded him to the A's for Addison Russell. Addison Russell comes up, and I'm like, all right, this guy's going to be a stud. And then he hit like 220 with like 20 home runs. But hit a he can play some defense though. He's a he may be he's a better defender than than Javier Baez I would say, and wow. that's a hot take. He's if you watch watch him play defense, man, he's a great defensive shortstop. But yeah, that that's my list. All right, well I'll end it off here with a basketball player, Tyreek Evans. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. Out of Memphis, obviously. Was he a, Was he the number? What pick was he? I know he Am went I to gonna, the Kings. Was he a numbered like two pick or something? I want to say he was. He was a top fourth three overall. Pick. I'm not fourth overall sure. pick fourth in overall. the two, 2009 draft. I have two 2009 <laughs> draft basketball players in there. That's funny. Um, fourth overall um, had ten year played ten years got in trouble or something with some type of drug thing right um, I don't he, remember he I just remember him winning r- rookie of the year yeah, what banned from the league for some drug stuff but anyway yeah rookie of the year oh, wow. then, okay I mean I don't know why I thought he was going to be good he was a point guard that couldn't shoot like <laughs> couldn't like you know like he was a point I guard mean, right when he came up he was he, yeah like he, he turned he, into like a like a hybrid forward like <laughs> he he's like a <laughs> He's like an undersized small forward, power forward, <laughs> like so he he kind of he kind of busted out, and I thought he was going to be all right, but yeah. So Tyreek well, Evans, he, is he my won list. when he won Rookie of the Year. I think it was like okay, this guy's going to be really good, and then it just didn't happen for him. Which you know, I mean, that's, that's okay, I guess. I'm just surprised he, he didn't play for the Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. That's gonna be um, so, a running joke. Every time, yeah. every time we talk about a bus, we're just gonna assume <laughs> that the that Timberwolves drafted him. So just to, <laughs> just to recap here, my list was uh, Jay Bruce, Malik Monk, Dontre Wilson, Di- Darren McFadden, Drew Stubbs, C.J. Spiller, Johnny Flynn, Billy Hamilton, Michael Crabtree, and Tyreek Evans. That's a good list. Let me run through mine too. I guess then. So mine was Kyle Schwarber, Vince Carter, RG three, Darren McFadden. Jamarcus Russell, Christian Leitner, Cam Newton, Miguel Sano, Michael Beasley, and Addison Russell. That was fun, though. That was I love that. I love that. Uh, this one was fun. Yeah, it's we don't know what what we're doing next week yet, um, but we'll figure it out and we will let y'all know probably on the next episode, which is going to come out on Thursday. So Thursday is going to be more, I guess, traditional. I feel like is a good word. Maybe like we're going to discuss what news is going on when the NBA is coming back, why the Clippers are the best team in the league, um, di- different stuff like that. No response from Zach Gray on that comment. I thought for sure you'd be like, it's it's the Lakers <laughs> or something. <laughs> when I, I thought for sure. You're just yeah. not t- taking the bait. That's okay, though. Oh, I'll take the bait when it starts. But uh, um, follow us on Twitter. Let us know who you guys think. Um who you guys have on your own list uh it's at ot takes on twitter um we'll we'll put the we'll tweet the podcast out and and just reply and let us know some players that you guys thought were going to be good that never were good that's at ot takes on twitter overtime takes um you can follow me on twitter at zg22 underscore mvp 
You can follow Jonathan on Twitter at jsmith underscore four, J-S-H-M-I-T-T underscore four. Um, and I look forward to doing these top 10 lists. If you guys have any ideas um, on what, what kind of list we should do, let us know. Um, I mean, we're, we don't have uh, the biggest following yet, but we're trying to, for the people that do listen, we want to make sure that they're, um, their voice is heard a little bit. So if you guys have anything that you guys want us to say or talk about or lists or anything, let us know over there at Overtime Takes, um, the Twitter. And yeah, it's been really fun today. Today was a good day, and I'm glad we started this. Definitely. This was a good idea. This is going to be a staple, I think. Like, we'll have to do a top five Tuesday when, when things go back to normal or something. Just yeah. some little plug for Tuesdays. For sure. So, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, looking forward to t- talking to y'all on Thursday about everything that's going on. So, stay safe until then. And this has been Overtime Takes. Love you guys.